Well, good morning, and thank you for joining Five Talk Facing the Lions podcast. We are finally here. Good morning, Sazat. Uh, good morning, and welcome. Here we are all about feelings and emotions and being connected to how we feel. I know it's been a while. I was sick with the COVID. I'm back now. And boy, what a rough ride. We're asking you where you're from as you join our live interactive podcast. Zad, where are you listening in from? What state? No addresses, please. We are geared we are positive in that we want to reach every person that listens. Bangladesh, good morning to you and your community. Our co-host and I, we are so glad to have you among us. Good morning to my co-host, Trish. Thank you so much for joining us. And we're going to be talking about something very important today. Very important. I think that you all will, in fact, not I think. I know that you all will benefit this morning from this podcast. Good morning, Trish. Good morning. We're finally here. What are you all thankful for? We have our guest that is with us on from Bangladesh. And we're so happy to have them along with us. We ask a very important question, don't we, Trish? What are you all thankful for? What are you thankful for in your life? I'm going to tell you right now, I'm thankful that I survived the COVID. It is something you honestly don't wish to get again. Please keep yourself safe from that. And so the recovery was a slow process, but nevertheless, I'm survived from that, and I'm very grateful. And if there's any of you that are fighting that, please, please take care of yourselves. What are you all thankful for? Trish and uh, what are you thankful for this morning? This morning, I'm thankful for doing well in school so far. Um, Yay. <laughs> I'm, glad. <laughs> I'm glad because I thought it was going to be, I have some hard moments, but I'm doing better than I thought I was going to 
going to do. So, yeah. I love it. Love to hear it. My talk is all about being positive. Um, thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, our audience member says, nice to hear that you were recovered. How is it for you guys there in Bangladesh? Are you guys still dealing with the COVID-19 there? And please include what you're thankful for. If you guys get a chance to hear our podcast, we're live and interactive. You know the part I like is both parts, the live and the interactive that you can actually call into our program. Um, there's the information, uh, our direct connect. You can even call us right from your Facebook Messenger. We're working on being able to get to you however, however, and by whatever means necessary. And when we're not live, we will be streaming from your favorite podcast. And there are some uh, ones that have been put up. So go and listen to them. Suzanne says our situation is quite normal now. What are you thankful for? And what a beautiful picture that you have. Thank you so, so much. We are back. For those of you who have been looking for us, we didn't go anywhere. We had to be in hiatus. And, um, you know, Sometimes being in hiatus is hard because you're used to hearing our programs, but we do have our live um, posted. Whenever we're on here, we have live uh, conversations. Today we're going to be talking about reclaiming. Shall we get into it? Because I think this is a powerful quote for today. Notice what it says, and by the way, today is our Transformation Tuesday, which means that when you come into our podcast on Tuesday, that you are expecting change from something. What would you like to change today? By the way, that's our Vibe Talk question, Trisha, if you go ahead and put that question in. What would you like to change today? We've had that question before, but not in that way. What would you like to change today is our vibe talk question. We're going to not make this general what the information from this inspiration is we're going to make it for everyone not just women because we're living in a world where people feel like no one hears them how many of you have ever felt like no one hears you you're talking 
no one's listening. How many of you have ever felt like that? Go ahead, Trish. I said I have. Yeah. Yeah, what about our audience member? Have you felt like that? This is sad that you're talking, but no one listens to you. Here's a thought. Come a little closer. The things that women reclaim are often their own voice, their own values, their imagination, their clairvoyance, their worries, their ancient memories. If we go for the deeper and the darker and the less known, we all touch the moon. How powerful do you think that is, Trish? talk about reclaiming how do you reclaim something if you're sitting in the seat of feeling nobody's listening to you we are not only reaching the women we are reaching all human living and breathing with this thought we're going to be talking about that but first as you always know that reclaiming in case you're not familiar with it we're going to talk about it. Let's get right to it. Reclaiming. What is it? So you want to look that up and tell us what it is? Sure. If you can, please and thank you. And we are still here. By the way, our connect number is 661-503-8993. If you're on social media, and that's where we are live, both Trish and I, you can call us directly from there, directly from there, and we'd be happy to hear your thought on what is it that you would like to change. What would you like to change today? Go ahead, Trish. Um, reclaiming is to retrieve or recover something previously lost, given or paid, mm -hmm. or to obtain the return of yeah. something. Thank you so much. In other words, simply put, Take back, regain, recoup, or recuperate from. Many people say this, and I have heard this in the past week. I've lost my voice. You know, losing your voice is not an option. If you're sick, you lose your voice. If you are living, you will always have a voice. Does that make sense to anybody out there? So when you're reclaiming something, you are reclaiming, in essence, your whole 
entire self. You know that voice that comes out of your speaking box? Without you, there is no box. You breathe into that box and you're able to say what you mean and mean what you say. Reclaim. Take that. Because, you know, everyone has a voice. How do we know? You turn on the news. You hear voice. You read your social medias and you hear people speak. You hear them by what they say. And that's why we have Vibe Talk, because Vibe Talk does exactly that. Helps you to hear what you want to say. Some of you come in here and some of you have never told your story until you've come into Vibe Talk. I'm taking a class right now that deals with community changes, community, how people are affected by things that have happened. We're learning about um, stress, uh, traumatization emotion, uh, peer pressure, and you know, since I've been taking this class, I have learned so much about myself. Now, being a life coach, you already study into learning about how things work. We're even considering and for those of you who are first time here, Trish, you might want to go ahead and make a note of this. A book that helps you to understand why you may have lost your voice, your will to speak, your will to speak out, speak up. We're going to talk about that. The book is entitled Feelings Buried Alive never dies. Trish, can you put that on both sides, please? Why is this book important? Because this book helps you to get connected to you, to reclaim you. You are not lost in translation. Many of us come from all walks of life. We all have a story to tell. Maybe some of us don't really want to share it, but that's okay. For those of you who are not ready yet, you can listen to our stories. Because that's what we want you to do. It helps you to understand why you may even feel the way you do and to get connected to the deepest part of your emotion. What a beautiful book. The book is Feeling This Buried Alive Never Dies by Carol K. Truman. If you want to go ahead and listen to it, we are <coughs> endeavoring to finish that book this year. And the next year we will, Trish and I, talk about another book. But for right now, we are dealing with that one in class. You are on the podcast, which is part of class two. If you want to join us 
in our class. See, Vibe Talk, get in touch. You can, there's no way you can't get in touch with us. We are here for you. And it's Vibe Talk facing the Lions podcast. So let's get in this. Trish, if you have anything to say, you speak up. We are anticipating what you are going to say in your Trisha's treasure. Stay tuned for that. Uh, stay with us. We want to thank the podcast streams that have invited us to join their podcast families. iHeartRadio and Spotify. Please get our podcast wherever your favorite podcast are. Back to reclaiming. How does one reclaim self? How does one reclaim self? When you have lost something, in traveling like your luggage there is such a thing people lose their luggage and they have to go to the uh, baggage reclaim section and they have to claim that they have lost their luggage and so you go through steps Let's say you're on a trip far away and they do their best to reclaim your luggage. How they do it? Wow, it's amazing. But they will find that luggage if it has been lost in transportation while you were traveling. They do their best. Nine times out of ten, you are reunited with your luggage. And when you think about uh, reclaiming something, you want to be able to cultivate. You want to be able to make use of it. Now we're talking about speaking voices. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm not really good at uh, speaking. But I want you to start reclaiming something today. How many times have you heard a small child, before they even learn to fully vocalize a whole sentence, say, no, no. Every child on the planet Earth knows that word. And sometimes, even before they learn mama or dada, they learn the word no. That's the first word they'll say to you, no. And sometimes they'll say no even when they mean yes. How many of you are still doing that? Saying no when you mean yes? Or yes, when you mean no. You're not too sure. 
of how to use your voice. Anybody out there? Trish, what do you think? I do it sometimes, uh, but I'm better than I was before, though. I'm trying to say what I mean, you know, and sometimes it's hard to do that because, you know, I want to make sure that people understand me. It's funny we're having this conversation because I had a discussion in class yesterday about this exact same topic. Mm-hmm. And, and like I was saying, when I write, my problem is I want people to understand what I'm saying. So I don't really write what I really want to say. I want to write it so people can understand more mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To our audience member out there, you may go ahead and put in your questions or comments. Good morning. Is it uh, Michael? Am I getting that right? Where are you listening in from? What state, please? And thank you. If you are an audience member out there, go ahead and join in the conversation. There's a chat box for you. You could even call in. Uh, We invite you because we want to give you a chance to speak. Thank you for joining us. Now, when we reclaim ourselves, the first thing that we have to think about is what are we talking about? People lose themselves through many things. You heard me say illness. You heard me say Uh, through life's experience it's always going to be an experience of some sort and please know that every experience is different the first thing that I want you to realize is that we all have experienced something now you may have lost your voice through an abusive relationship not all have felt like they've lost their voice from the same situation. When you lose something in life, whatever it is, death, breakup, divorce, you are actually losing parts of yourself. How many of you have experienced that? Anybody? Is it I you? Have. Yeah. You want to tell us about it, Trish, as much as you can, or? Yes, I'll share. Um, when I had a uh, breakup, I lost, I lost my positivity in in my usual optimistic mindset because of what happened during the breakup and that's what caused me not to get into relationships like that because of what happened and it made me also lose my confidence in like getting with people and meeting new people and stuff like that so yeah i lost myself in that yeah yeah thank you for that thank you so much for that If you're listening, when you have experienced something like trauma, 
you know, we've been talking about trauma in this class that I am in, and I never realized that trauma, all of us have experienced some kind of trauma. But did you know that there are still some that really cannot connect from the trauma? When you say that people have experienced trauma, they look at you as if to say, no, I haven't. But every living person has experienced some sort of trauma. How many of you have gotten a phone call that was very upsetting? And it goes like that. I have some bad news for you. How many of you have ever gotten a call like that? I have. And you start to do what? What's the experience that you start to feel when some, as soon as someone says that? Fear. Fear. And what does your body do? Uh-huh. I'm familiar with that. Heart starts racing. Yeah, because you think, okay, bad news. Right? That's trauma to the body. Come a little closer. That is trauma to the body. Because you see, our hearts are not meant to race when we hear that kind of news. Yes, we have heartbeats. But if our hearts were meant to race, we'd all be a different set of people. So we experience the fear and then the heart race. How many of you have felt so traumatized by something that has happened in your life that your heart feels like it is at the bottom of your feet? Anybody felt like that before? I have. Tell us about that, Trish. Because I was traumatized. 
Yeah. Do you see how she's associated the traumatization with the flashback? She said trigger. Think about that. Every one of us has had that experience. Why did I bring that up? Because you see, that's the sort of thing in your life that causes pain. It's the complex part of yourselves. Now, I want to say this as a gut puncher. Can you imagine being a little child, a very young child, feeling all those feelings of fear in your heart races? And yet, you have never been able to quite talk to anyone about it. And they all come from a numerous of things. We are all made up of different experiences. So many of us, because of feeling and not reclaiming, disconnect. I'm going to say that one more time. So many of us who've experienced trauma, being traumatized, experience disconnect that becomes unhealthy. Many people suffer from things of alcoholism, drug abuse, eating disorders, self-harming. Why do we do that? Why do we do that? Because we are trying to reclaim locate. Don't you wish that we could just say that? You know, I'm doing this because I'm suffering from an experience that traumatized me so deeply that I just can't take the pain. How many of us have felt like that? And I want to tell you something. If you're doing none of these things, alcohol, abuse, drug abuse, eating disorder, unhealthy relationships, self-harm, impulsive behavior to bury your pain, I'd say you are off to a good start. But now I want to put something else in your mind's eye. If you are experiencing these things, I want you to understand transformation of change to do something about that this day. And mind you, it's not going to go away. I just want you to be aware of it. Awareness is awakeness. You're awake. You're alert. If you've been doing this to bury the incredible pain that you have carried around, you are reclaiming yourself. 
this day and forevermore. Is there some kind of magic to this? Absolutely not. You will have to go through the steps. But believe me, you can do it. For those of you, you've learned to cope this way because you have lost your own reclaiming of yourself. You've lost that. How do we understand it, though? Sometimes in the translation of life, we have all too common feelings of overwhelmingness. How many of you have experienced being overwhelmed to the point of you say, I just can't take it. I'm so overwhelmed, I'm not even going to get dressed today. And that's okay. We just ask that you not stay there. Reclaim your feelings. You know the baggage that I told you that we lose in life sometime? We do that in a social, emotional, and mental way every day. Do you know how many baggage are not reclaimed? Here's an assignment. Call your local airport and ask them, how many baggage, how, how much luggage is never claimed? They're going to give you a percentage. Imagine that. Why would people not come back to reclaim their things? That's why you have lost and found. And today, I want you to find yourself in the stories that you hear or in this conversation, everyone must do the journey to find. In this case, finding yourself. To represent your voice. You know, when we talk about disconnection, you know, you don't have your luggage and you say, ah, oh, everything in that luggage, I need it my clothes, uh, my shoes. Maybe some of you are carrying around some important papers and you feel what without that? You feel lost. Let's even bring it down even further. How many of you have been without your phone because you forgot it? Try going a day because you forgot it. You're so lost that you can't even think. Because if you say, if I need to make a phone call, I can't make a phone call because my phone, I forgot it today. So you know how that feels. You feel disconnected. Disconnected. But now we want you to reclaim and reconnect. You've experienced discomfort in your life's experience at some point. Let's be fair to say that at some point. But now you turn to other things because you feel disconnected, you know? 
And so you disconnect because you feel like you're overwhelmed, which brings on anxiety, causing sadness. People turn to other things. Now we want you to think about the seriousness of reclaiming yourselves. When you reclaim something, you say, yes, this is mine. I own this. But if you're not reclaiming something, it is like putting a band-aid on something that you have been bleeding for months, days, even years. What's going to happen if you don't protect that is you are going to bleed out and be unconscious if you dare do that. So right now, those of you who are not reclaiming yourselves from a bad experience, from life's experience, because you've had them, no matter what they are, you have had them, indeed you have. There's no denying that. And you had them by this. You've either heard someone say, or you've said yourself, and I'll say it to me, I've heard or I've said these words. Listen to how we speak to ourselves or how we speak into ourselves by saying these words. You ready? Come closer. I just don't even know who I am anymore. Who is this person? How did I get here? How did I become this? How many of you have ever said those words? Anybody? Anybody? Even if you don't claim it, you have said those words in one way or another. And so what begins to happen, you start to tell yourself, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to feel like the way I used to feel. How many of you have said that? Anybody? I have. Yeah? And how did that feel, Trish? You want to tell us about that? Like, oh, that's that's better, that's new. And it's like 
that's how it felt for me. Like, um, it's like I had to get sick of the feeling of feeling sad and depressed for me to actually change it. Yeah. And we're talking about transformation today, which is changing something about yourself. So in this conversation, we're asking the thought, what is it that you'd like to change today? Because none of you will walk away from here today feeling the same way that you did before you clicked on to here. Something very profound that Trish said was about being sick of something. You're sick of the way things are. So you move into change because you want to do something about it. Another thing that she said in conversation was in relation to the cartoon characters. Maybe we're sick of what they're wearing, but are they sick of what they're wearing? Maybe you're sick of how you're feeling. Or maybe I'm sick of how someone feels, but am I? having the power to do something about the way they feel, about the way they you feel. You see, the operative word is you. You must do something when you feel sick and tired of it. It is no one else's power or responsibility. You own the power, reclaim. For every one of you who are listening today, and we know that you are, we have a guest here from Bangladesh. Many of you will come in. I want you to write the word reclaim. And then I want you to ask yourself, what is it that you need to reclaim today? Maybe you didn't lose your luggage. What is it that you need to take back today? You know, I actually, and I want to tell you this, I actually can't stand when people say I've lost my voice. Why do I not like that terminology, that verbiage? Because to me, that's like giving away your power. It's like giving away your power because you say I've lost your voice, if you're living or, or breathing, even for the people that have had traumatic accidents in their life and they no longer can speak easily like the way you and I, doctors have equipment that helps them to speak out. That's so amazing to me. So if they can go through the traumatization of being able to speak and to help you, Trish, you said this earlier about understanding what you write. Well, the doctors do that for the people that have been in traumatic physical accidents, physical injuries, so that they are able to reclaim their voices, so that you and I are able to understand what it is that they're trying to say. If you've ever saw things like that, it's amazing. Because they can't speak 
and by their experience. They chose to have a voice box. And some of them have been so physically injured that they can just almost touch something on that board and it makes a sound. Have any of you saw something like that? That was in a movie that I saw. Can't think of the movie, but in real life, I saw it too. It's amazing. Have you ever saw that, Trish? No, I haven't. Yeah. They have that. I don't know what they call it, but it's there. And it will speak. It's a machine that will speak for them. Why did I tell you about that? Because now you don't have an excuse anymore to say, I've lost my my voice. I, I feel powerless. Because that's exactly what you're saying. If you've never looked at it like that, that's exactly what you're saying. You don't have the power to speak. Stop giving away your power. Learn to reclaim your baggage, your luggage. Luggage. Learn to speak onto it. Go claim it. You can reclaim yourself in some of the most powerful ways, just like I just talked about the voice for the person that has had traumatic injury. Sometimes in life, ladies and gentlemen, we may feel deeply lost. You're so lost. You, 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 you're here, but you are breathing. You're just breathing. I, I, I come into contact with people like that. I've been like that myself, where I'm just breathing. And that's why we have an exercise in here to revisit our childhood, to reclaim that inner child so that the inner child can make us reclaim our adulthood. We think about that child And we remember things. We're able to speak out for that child. Because when you were a child, maybe you didn't know how, so you had no choice but to accept it. And now that inner child still needs a reclaiming of what? That they are loved? That they are not powerless? You are reclaiming that inner child so that your purpose in life is more than just to breathe, but rather to live. When you see a child, every child, they live in the present moment. Every child. 
they could have just had their house burned down and they were lucky enough or fortunate, excuse me, because I don't want to use that word too loosely. They've been fortunate enough to survive it with just the clothes on their backs. That child is not going to tell you about what happened yesterday. Why? Because that child is busy playing, busy eating an ice cream or drawing or whatever they do until you start asking questions. Why is that? Because children have an incredible ability to just be in the moment. Watch a child, but don't stalk him. Just watch it. Any children in your life, they have an ability that some of us fight through or fighting through for a long journey. They haven't. And that's what we want you to reclaim, the ability to be powerful. They're in their moment. They're not worried about the future. They're not worried about what happened in the past. They're just there. They're just there. Here's an experience from someone. And he says, there was a time when I was lost. I embarked on an archaeological dig to discover who I used to be with the hope of finding inspiration to bring light to who I might become. I want to stop there for a moment before I go on with this experience. This is a true experience. Did you notice they wanted to discover something and that was who they used to be in hopes of finding who they will become. See, because that person that has experienced the loss of voice, loss of power, the not reclaiming can reclaim. And then it has the word hope. Hope is like a flashlight in a dark, dark room. How many of you realize that? You know, you, you are looking for something in the dark and you say, well, we need light and that light is able to help you see. That is how hope is. So I'm going to ask you, how many of you have hope? This day, Tuesday, Transformation Tuesday. Anybody in here? How many of you have hope? I do. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you another question for those who will come and listen. How many of you have hope in yourself? Because we use this word, I hope so. We use this word 
for our children, our family members, our mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, uncles, cousins, this goes on and on. But how many of you hope for or hope in yourselves? Hope. It's like turning on a flashlight in a very dark room. Hope. Going on with this experience, they begin to say, that they were going through old photographs, things they had written about, things that they had stored away. Because you see, all of that was their past. So what they did was begin to collect information reconnecting with the parts of themselves before the trauma happened. If you have your memory jars that we've talked about in your toolbox, then that's what you could use as a starter for yourself to reconnect to yourselves. Because you're going to need some of that to answer those questions as to who, what are you doing, who you are, who do you want to be, as a reminder. So as they started to reconnect with all the information that they had, they started to uh, think about the pre-self, the destructive self. And then they pretended to be a journalist interviewing people who knew them for a long period of time. You have people like that. Your family, friends. I have friends that I've been friends with for 30 years. But you have to be ready for this assignment because this person did this. This is a true assignment. Uh, they did this. So as they were vulnerable, they would ask the people who loved me, tell me about me. Wow. Tell me about me. How many of us can look into the mirror and mirror talk ourselves? We do mirror talk in here. That's when you can talk and have a conversation with yourself. It is raw. It is sometimes complex. And very painful. But then you're going to learn the joy of yourselves, the joys of yourselves in that mirror talk. And you can ask yourself, tell me about me. What did they learn? They reconnected with themselves, the younger versions of themselves. They say in part, by two years old, they were mothering their baby brother. How so? Because he used to say about his brother, that's my baby. Because he would always care as most older siblings do for their younger. He would care. 
And then uh, he had a cat. And this cat, he would dress up in doll clothes and put in doll uh, carriages, or she, excuse me. So what did they discover about themselves? That they loved to nurture and care for others. From the time he, she was two years old. What did she say about this? That it helped save her life. What did she do? She said, be in the process of, of the eating disorder that she had as an adult, she began to reclaim her life. So how did she change this? She started working with adults who were severely mentally ill. Giving to those type of people she started to do that she shifted into the sense of self as she started to care for them she in turn allowed herself to care for her if you're there already you're on a good start you see there is hope not at the end of the tunnel but in your darkness, there is a flashlight that you can click on to hope. Remember, the flashlight serves as a hope. She said she began to awaken to awareness, realizing that that light gave her purpose was able to help other people have clear vision. When we come from the darkness and we have that flashlight, we can see clearly, can't we? And she says from that, she began to create a more meaningful life. Now, as I told you that story, did you place yourself in that story? Because, see, you are not without hope. Here's an assignment I want all of you to try. It's a very simple one. I want you to place yourself in a very dark room with a flashlight. Don't do this unless you have a flashlight. And right now I'm using psychology on you because... I know that everyone has means of a flashlight on your phones because when you look at everybody, they're on their phones. Only use the flashlight that's on your phone to help you understand the hope, the possibilities that you have. First, I want you to be in that dark room and ask yourself, how many things can you find in the dark? Don't just 